Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapraset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Could you please put the seat belt on? You cannot run away. <laughs> Today I will continue the series of the teaching. This teaching is in the series called Learning How to Truly Love. God is love, and when we walk in love, we walk in the way of God. In fact, the whole Bible, when you summarize the whole Bible, many books here, 66 books, you can summarize into two commands. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So to know how to walk in love is to really obey the whole Bible. And when you obey the Bible, you shall be blessed. God will bless you. That is the command or the promise of God in the book of Deuteronomy, both chapter 7 and chapter 28. Today we learn that love is not jealous. Love and jealousy are powerful. They are powerful drive of mankind. Look at Song of Songs, chapter 8, verse 6. I'm going to read from Amplify and New Living Translation. Set me like a seal upon your heart, like a seal upon your arm. For love is as strong as death. Jealousy is as hard and cruel as Sheol, the place of the dead. Its flashes, the flashes of love, are flashes of fire. A most vehement flame, the very flame of the Lord. In NLT say, place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death. I totally understand because when I first met Pastor Da, I could not sleep for many nights. Her face just keep coming back to me. For many nights, very strong. It's jealousy as enduring as the grave. Love flashes like fire, the brightest kind of flame. We can see here that love is so strong. And part of love that we're going to look at this is two kinds of jealousy or jealous. In fact, when we talk about the word jealous, you need to understand that this word comes from the Greek language. That word, Greek word is silos, Z-E-L-O-S. Let me explain the meaning of the word jealous first. The word silos in the Greek language is translated into English, two words. One word is just jealously or jealousy or jealous. Another word that comes from this Greek language is zealous. Zealous means on fire. The original language, it means burning with the intense fire on the inside of you. That's the word zealous, burning with intense fire. So when we talk about the English word here, jealous and zealous, which come from the same word, zealous, we can see two things here. One word, jealous, seems to be negative. When we think about jealous, we think about negative things. Like, I'm jealous of you. I'm envious of you. I'm not happy that you have that. I don't have this. So I'm mad at you. But the word zealous seems to be a positive word 
in the English language, which means I am on fire for God. I'm on fire for the ministry, for the church. I'm on fire for you. I'm really very enthusiastic about the situation here. So this word zealous or zealous can come in a good way or can come in a bad way in the English language. The English language translates the negative one into jealous. But positive way is zealous. In the Bible, when we read the Bible, we can see that the word jealous is so strong in the eyes of God. The book of Proverbs chapter 27 verse 4 in NLT, the Bible says, Anger is cruel and wrath is like a flood. But jealousy is even more dangerous. In New King James Version say, Wrath is cruel and anger is a torrent. But who is able to stand before jealousy? You can see the word jealousy, zealous, is a very powerful word. Actually, when we talk about jealous or jealousy, there are two forms of jealousy. One is we call legitimate or righteous jealousy, which is based on agape love. I'm going to explain to you in a minute here. Another one is illegitimate jealousy, which is based on selfishness, low self-esteem, and envy. Legitimate jealousy, the righteous jealousy, spark inside you. When someone you love, who belongs to you, turn his or her heart away to something else and replace you with someone else. That is uh, righteous jealousy. If a husband has an affair and give himself to another woman, the wife has the right to have a justified jealous anger because she loved him and she wants him to come back. That is legitimate jealousy. Let's look at picture one. Show picture one on the screen. (laughs) That man was writing to somebody and the wife was not very happy. She was jealous. Look at the second picture. Hmm. He was not happy. If you notice in the Bible, (laughs) Pastor does smile. (laughs) If you look in the Bible, you can see that our God is called a jealous God. He is love. God loves us so much. He loves us to the point that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And the Bible compares the church as the bride, and he is the groom. And he wants us to have faithful love for him. So that's why the Bible talks about God is a jealous God. He is jealous over his name, over his position as God, and he is jealous over his people. So he is zealous, actually, zealous for us. He loves us. He wants us to love him back. He wants us to have him as a number one in our heart. He doesn't want us to love other things. He doesn't want us to love money more than him. Actually, he is not envious of us at all. He has the righteous jealousy over us or for us. He doesn't need to be illegitimately jealous of us because he owns everything. If we get good promotion, he is not envious of us because he, is, he has more than us. He has everything. He loves us so much and he wants us to think about him as our first love. He doesn't want us to be lukewarm or cold. He wants us to be hot, zealous for him. I hope you are zealous for God. Are you? 
Some of you sit. You don't care that much. I care. I love God so much because Jesus died for me. Jesus loved me. I want to be on fire. I want to be hot for God. I don't want to be lukewarm. Amen. Are you hot? Today is hot. But are you hot for God? I hope so. He is our source. He is our healer. He is our hope. Everything that we need is in Him. Therefore, we should love Him with all our heart. We should not let Him be upset with us that we love money, love material, and other things more than Him. He wants us to really take Him number one in our life. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24, in New King James Version, verse 24 says, For the Lord, your God, is a consuming fire. He is zealous. He's burning with fire. A jealous God, in good word, say, The Lord your God is a raging fire. A God who does not tolerate rivals. It's so clear. God say, worship the Lord your God only. You don't worship something else. You love God only. No other gods in your life. Money is not your God. Material is not your God. People are not your God. We need to love God with all our heart. Therefore, come to this point when we talk about the word jealous. There are two things about the word jealous. One is zealous, which is positive. We have the right to be zealous or jealous over the things that belong to us. Over the things that we see the value and we are proud of. Like, I have the right to be jealous for Pasada. If any man come and talk to her too much, he need to know that I have the third degree back belt taekwondo. <laughs> they can be in trouble. So don't talk to my wife too much. Just stay away from her. Okay? <laughs> I'm talking about man. <laughs> that word comes from the word zealous. And, but another word is Jealous, which is a negative thing, that you are jealous because or envious because somebody else has something you want to have. Or they pass by you. They are better than you now. And you are not happy about that. Let me try to explain the English word here. English is not my first language, but I need to learn English so I can speak it right. The question in English is, is it proper for the husband to be jealous of the wife? Is it proper for the wife to be jealous of the husband? In English language, it's not proper. Jealous of is negative. But the positive word in English is, I am jealous for you. Husband say, I'm jealous for my wife. Which means you are zealous for your wife. You love your wife so much and you don't want to lose your wife away. So jealous of is negative in English. But jealous for is positive. It means the righteous jealousy or zeal for somebody. So I explained about the zealous, the word jealous and zealous. Now we're going to shift our focus to illegitimate or wrong kind of jealousy now. The wrong kind of jealousy is opposite to agape love or divine love. It's rooted from selfishness, envy and low self-esteem. To be jealous of somebody in a negative way means I am envious of you. I'm not happy. Let me ask you this question. Do you struggle with being jealous of somebody in your life? Are you struggling with this? Your friend 
is more popular than you in the office. Or your brothers are more popular than you in the church. Are you mad? Are you upset toward your friend? Your co-worker get promotion. He did not do anything wrong to you. But after you hear that your co-worker get promotion, you could not sleep all night. And you get upset. And you start to have bitterness inside you. It has been said this way. People will celebrate your level of success as long as their success, their level does not exceed you. But if their level of success exceeds you, you are not happy. Let's look at picture number three. This little girl was not happy because the mom is a new boy and spent time with a new boy. Look at the fourth picture. Oh, no, not that picture. That is another one. Please. Yeah, that one. So this lady was not happy that her friend got a new friend. Jealousy is a common struggle. It is sparked when somebody pass by you and get better than you. When somebody gets something that you want, but you don't get it. For example, you want to have a boyfriend, but you never have a boyfriend yet. But your friend in the church, another lady get a new boyfriend, and you may be envious and jealous and unhappy about that. Jealousy is very painful to your heart. When you're jealous of somebody, you could not sleep. You are so angry and bitter against that person. Instead of congratulating that person, you start to think about what can I do to cause damage to that person. Jealousy is dangerous. It's backfire. Actually, be careful because jealousy is like a viper, viper, the snake that slithers or crawl into your heart. And when it gets into your heart deeper and deeper, it will strike your motivation, your calling, your relationship with others. It will destroy your marriage. It will poison your life that you cannot live your life according to the purpose of God. Therefore, you need to get rid of jealousy, the illegitimate jealousy as soon as possible. It's very poisonous. If you don't let it go, you don't Get rid of jealousy by filling your heart with love, by reading the Bible and learn how to love in a godly way. This is the reason why I love to lay hands on people and let the Holy Spirit touch people because the Holy Spirit is the one who pours God's love into your heart. The more you touch by the Spirit, the more you have God's love in you and jealousy will go away. You will not have jealousy anymore. But if you allow jealousy to rise up in your heart and take control of your heart, what happens next? Fighting, quarreling, and every evil thing will happen. Let me read from the scripture. James chapter 3, verse 16. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Jealousy leads to every evil thing. James chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desire for pleasure that war in your members? 
You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You can see that jealousy causes war and fight. Fight in the house, fight in the church. When you read the Bible carefully, you can see that jealousy caused so many problems. Do you know that the first murder in human life in the Bible was caused by jealousy? Next picture. Picture number five. What happened? Cain was jealous of Abel, his brother. Both of them gave offering to the Lord, and the Lord smelled the offering, and the Lord was happy with Abel. When Cain, the older brother, heard that, he was jealous of his brother, so he killed him. The first murder was caused by jealousy. What else? Sarah. Sarah could not have a son, so she made an evil plan for her husband to sleep with the maid, Hagar. Hagar got pregnant and had a son, and Sarah was so jealous of Hagar. What did she do? She chased her away, kicked her out of the house, and Hagar could not stay there anymore. You can see jealousy happened, even godly people. Who else in the Bible? Joseph was a favorite son of his father, Jacob. The brothers were not happy that the father loved Joseph so much. So they plot to destroy Joseph. They pushed Joseph into the pit and sold him, next picture, to be slavery in Egypt. So Joseph was sold by his brother because of jealousy. So many stories in the Bible talk about jealousy. Jesus was so loving, was more loving, more powerful, more popular than the chief priest. The chief priest looked at him and say, we're going to plot to kill you, to crucify you. Wow, jealousy can cause murder, kill. There are some pastors in Thailand that have more members than us now. We have about two or three hundred. Some of the church, they have 600 members. And I have to watch my heart that I will not be jealous of those pastors who came after me. They're younger than me. I need to celebrate them instead of being jealous of them. We should be celebrating those who are more successful than us. Is that right? We should not be jealous of them. You usually don't get jealous of disconnected strangers. You don't care much about some rich man in this city. But you are jealous of people who are in the same arena, people of the same nationality. Thai people can be jealous of Thai people. Or Vietnamese can be jealous of one another because you are in the same arena, you speak the same language. Or the same profession, doctors, jealous of another doctor. Or pastor is jealous of another pastor. You have to be careful. People in the same office, the same sport team, or in the same church, the same household, the brother is jealous of younger sister or nephew, jealous of one another. You have to be careful. And if you allow jealousy to happen in your home, you will destroy relationship in your home. Therefore, 
don't let jealousy control you because jealousy will cause you to do wicked things. Look at Psalm 37 verses 8 to 11. The Bible warns us not to allow anger and jealousy to control us. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed. But those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. Wow, scary. The lowly, the humble will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. How many people want to live a long life in prosperity? Raise your hand up. How many people want to die soon and disappear? Raise your hand up. What should we do? Should we walk in love? Should we do good to people? Or should we be mad at people, bitter, jealous of people, and start to harm people? God is just, when we do bad things, we're going to get into trouble. That's what the Bible says. It's so clear. Don't allow jealousy to lead you to do evil things or wicked things. I want to talk to the married couple. After you get married, you need to understand this. You were given the role of becoming your spouse's biggest cheerleader. You have the job to be the captain of your spouse's fan club. You need to cheer your spouse, not to put your spouse down. Amen? Because you become one. You can share the enjoyment of your spouse's success. When your spouse becomes successful and she rejoices, you rejoice with her or with him. You should be a cheerleader. You should be a fan cup of your spouse. But selfishness will destroy that marriage. If you start to be envious and fight each other, you should enjoy your spouse's success. Is it possible that a man enjoy golfing on a Saturday while the wife is cleaning up the house on Saturday? And when the husband comes back from the golf game, he boasts to her, Honey, wow, I was able to shoot a great score today on Saturday with golf game. And the wife feel like shooting him. <laughs> oh, a wife has been invited to have dinner with her friend all the time. She's so popular in the church. Everyone wants to invite the wife to go to have dinner with friend. But the husband has to stay home to watch the dog all the time. He is not popular. And when she got home, he feel that, I don't like your popularity. And the wife will say, I don't like that you are so loyal to your dog. Can people are jealous of one another that way? Look at picture seven. Picture number seven. I want to shoot you. First Corinthians Chapter 13, verses 4 to 5. I want to read about love and no jealousy here. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Everyone say, love does not envy. 
Look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 to 11. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interest, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but make himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. These two passages of scripture talk about love and no jealousy here. When you love, you are humble. You think about the interests of others more than yourself. You always consider other people better than you. You always put other people first when you love. But you notice something God encourages. Is that what Jesus did? He came down from the throne. He did not think about himself. He humbled himself. He loved us so much. He was willing to be born in the form of a man. He humbled from being God down to human. And not only that, he humbled himself to watch the feet of his disciple. Before he went to the cross, he watched the feet. And he humbled himself to die in the bad way on the cross. He humbled himself three levels, from God to man. To be slave, the worst kind of slave, to watch people's feet at the front door when people walk into the door. That is the lowest kind of slave in that generation. Three, he humbled himself by dying on the cross. Very bad situation. He was naked in front of people. But God lifted him up three levels too. Number one, God raised him from the dead. Two, God rose him up into heaven in front of people. More than 500 people saw him, rose up to heaven, second level of honor. Three, he is sitting at the right hand of the Father, which is the position of the highest authority in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. When you humble yourself, you think about the benefit of others. You think about what can I serve you? What can I help you, cheer you? I am your fan club. I want to help you to be successful. Instead of being jealous of that person, you humble yourself, God is going to lift you up. God is going to bless you. God is going to honor you and promote you. When you walk in love, we will celebrate the successes of our spouse. If our spouse gets promotion, we celebrate. Let's go out to have dinner together instead of resenting our spouse. The loving husband does not mind if the wife is smarter than him and more capable than him have more popularity than him, or people applaud the wife more than him. That is the loving husband. The loving husband wants to see the wife successful. A loving husband, when people praise him, he will come up to the public and say, I want to give honor to my wife. I cannot be successful without my wife helping me. 
I want to honor my wife. I cannot be like this without her help. She helped me. She is a good woman. You give honor to your wife when you are successful. You cannot boast that you are successful because yourself, your wife is completing you, not competing you. Let me repeat one more time. Your wife is completing you, not competing you. You should complete one another instead of competing one another. The church too. We should be happy when some brother in the church get promotion, get a good job, get blessed, get married, have a kid, have a beautiful children. We should be happy for them. We should cheer them up. We should celebrate. We should say, "Wow, I'm so happy for you," because you're humble, because you love. You let love, let thankfulness and humility lead you, and you love one another. The loving wife. Will be the first cheerleader for the husband. Will say, "Hey, honey, keep going, keep going. You do a good job. You're gonna get better. You keep cheering your husband to do the good job." Amen? Amen. So after this teaching, when you see your spouse go beyond you, get higher than you, get promotion, get successful in something. Or you see your brother and sister in the church get blessed, get a good job, get a promotion, and have special gift that you don't have. Maybe they have the gift of healing, and you don't have the gift of healing. What should you do? You should start the music. You should start to sing and dance. Amen. You should be happy. You should throw a celebration party instead of throwing a pity party. You should also throw the confetti. Look at the last picture here. Throw the confetti. Ooh! You should be happy when your spouse is successful. When your friend in the church or your brothers and sister, sibling, successful. Amen. Will you practice this teaching? From now on, will you resist jealousy? Or envy. I read the last scripture and we will finish. We will pray. Romans chapter 12 verse 15 say, "Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep." When your friend or your spouse get promotion, get successful in the job, finish the school, have a good job. You should rejoice with him or her, instead of being mad and upset and bitter. You should celebrate. Actually, your house should have a lot of celebration because you celebrate one another all the time. Wow, I'm so glad! Oh, last night you teach the Bible very well. Wow, I'm so happy you teach the Bible so well. Wow, you are such a good care group leader. You run the care group very well. You celebrate. You clap hand. I really enjoy the young adult care group on Saturday morning. We have a lot of hand clappings, a lot of applause on Saturday morning. Everyone share the testimony. Everyone, hey, that's good. They don't get jealous of one another. They happy when their friend get answer from God, get healing, get promotion. It's so good that people really love each other and cheer one another up. 
and love one another that way. The church should be that kind of place. The place of love and the place of zeal, not jealousy. Everyone say love, love. zeal, zeal. Not, jealousy. not jealousy. Praise God. How many people are going to put this teaching into practice? How many people say, from now on, I'm going to fill my heart with love and I will not be jealous of anybody anymore. If your co-worker or your friend get promotion, get more customer, cheer them up. Praise God. Let's celebrate. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for teaching us how to walk in love, Lord. Lord, you are so good to us. You love us so much and we want to walk in love like you, Father. Lord, we don't want to walk in the illegitimate, unrighteous jealousy or envy, Lord. We want to see other people prosper, success, and doing well. We love people, Lord. We want to walk in love like you, Lord. And we believe as we humble ourselves, we consider other people better than ourselves. And we always look to the interests of others, Lord. Like Jesus Christ, you will honor us You will lift us up, Lord. You will bless us because we walk in the way of Christ, Lord. We thank you, Father, for reminding us of this truth today. Help us, Lord, to remember this teaching all the days of our life, Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to give you the chance if you are not a Christian, or you're not sure that your name is recorded in the book of life, I want you to become a child of the living God. God is so real. When I study the brain anatomy and physiology, when I open the skull, I look at the microscope to look at the brain anatomy, the cell, the neuron, all the things in the body, I was thinking to myself, there's no way all this complex anatomy happened by accident. There must be a designer. There must be God. It's impossible. Our brain is more complicated than your smartphone. Very complicated. You look at your anatomy, physiology, you know. Your heart pump, your lungs work, all the cell, all the vessel, the arteries and veins in your body. There's no way that this happened by accident. There is designer. His name is God. He wants you to come back to him and have relationship with him. He loves you so much. He is a jealous God. He wants you to love him and have relationship with him. He sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die for you, to save you, because your relationship with God is broken due to the sin in your life. He has to take the sin away from you and help you to be reconciled to him. I want to encourage you to really be reconciled to God. Give your life to Jesus Christ and walk with him. Thank God he is a good father. When you give your life to Jesus, he will take care of you. He will heal your sickness. He take care of your finances. He will teach you, train you, lead you, guide you, protect you. He's a good God. In fact, I'm so thankful for American missionary who told me about Jesus Christ more than 40 years ago. Without the American missionary, I would not know the Bible. 
Let's give hand to America. Let's send a lot of missionary out to tell people around the world about Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for American missionaries. If you want to receive Jesus into your heart, why don't you pray with me right now? Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I have sinned against you. Please forgive me, Lord, of my sin. I loved you, Lord, because you loved me first. You sent your son, Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior, to die on the cross, to take away my sin and curses from me. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I give my life to you, Lord Jesus. I repent of my sin. From today on, I will walk with you, Lord. Fill my heart with your love. I will not walk in jealousy. I will walk in love. Thank you, Father. I believe you will take care of me. You will protect me. Provide for me. Heal me. Deliver me. Bless me. Empower me. You will teach me. Train me. Help me. Give me grace and favor. You are the good father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we cannot love like you by our own ability, Lord. We are human beings. We have the nature of selfishness, self-centeredness, low self-esteem. Lord, fill all of us, Lord, with your love into our heart, Lord. By your Holy Spirit, we're going to walk in love. And we know, Father, when we obey you, we walk in love. You shall bless us. You shall honor us. You shall exalt us, Lord, higher and higher. You lift us up in the way of your kingdom, Lord. And our life shall be the blessing to the nations, Lord. Lord, help us to be spiritual people. Not carnal people, Lord. Let us, Lord, help us, Lord, to walk in love all the days of our life, Lord. Help us to forgive those who hurt us, Lord, and pray for them and do good to them, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
seen 